I'm already recording, so like I don't I'll do levels live. How's that? You tell me. How was that? Pretty good. How was that? Pretty good. How was that? That's too loud. I don't know if I found it. <laughs> what are you drinking? I am drinking. I think that's you have some of it as what well. What is it? This is a single cut sour beer that I bought from the single cut brewery in um, Queens. The beer is sour. The beer is sour. The disposition. The disposition. Sweet. Sweet. Very sweet. Very sweet. Cheers. So this is like a non-episode. A, a departure from mm-hmm. protocol. Should I should I explain why? Why don't you allude to why? I allude. Um, sometimes, you can't sit. <laughs> sometimes when I'm not doing film stuff, I do a different thing in the day for like a nine to five type situation, and that situation requires me to be of a certain. Um, uh, stature. Uh, you're losing me. Damn. Um, Education. There we go. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Uh, and so, in order to obtain said stature, preferred status, I have to study a lot. Is this like a club? You're talking about joining a club. I am talking about getting my broker certification. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I couldn't elude anymore. I had to brag. Yeah. I had to brag about mm-hmm. my uh, position in the financial industry. Well, it's very impressive. I, I joined a little club like you. What is it? Uh, recently. What is it? Mm, I don't know if we should talk about it. Oh, no, we have to talk about it because I just realized what you're referring to. This whole thing, though. This is a, this is a conspiracy. We are inviting real trouble. Because this goes all the way to the top. This goes all the way to the top. So we actually did make reference to this on an earlier episode. That's that's probably true. At least two episodes ago. At least two episodes ago. Um, yeah, because it would have been everything everywhere all at once when we were drunk on margaritas. That's right. The and big cheese. The big cheese. Is that what this is called? <laughs> episode twelve point five. The big cheese. Yeah. Episode nonisode. Nonisode. A? A. Nonisode A. Nonisode 1, 1A. No, no, let's do A because we're doing numbers for the actual episodes, so through I don't want to... Through the yellow glass. Through the... What? <laughs> behind the green door? Behind the, behind the yellow door. Behind the yellow door? <laughs> I am curious. Yellow? I don't know. You okay. lost me. Uh, that's a Swedish film. Um, that was... That, that one was for Merms. <laughs> Well, I'm glad Merms is still with us. <laughs> he hasn't died yet. Not yet. <laughs> I caution everyone at this point. I don't know who's listening. I don't know how high up this actually goes. It goes all the way to the top. All the way to the top is my suspicion. Yeah. Well, a few episodes ago, I talked to you guys. <clears throat> I, I, I spoke from the heart. I talked about joining a club. And on the border. On the border, the Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex chain. I prefer the Mex. You prefer, well. Do you think you, would you say your favorite is the Tex? I can't tell the difference because Tex-Mex is a concept. Right, but you can imagine It's Mex. not like we took Tex and we took Mexican food, Texan food, Mexican food, and combined them. It's more like its own cuisine. Right. Yeah. I Which mean. A bit of the two. I will say I love Mexican food. And you 
I mean, I like I like a rice and a beans. What's your what would you what, you go to Tex? What's your favorite thing? Barbecue. Okay. And so do you ever get that on the border? Do they offer that out on the border? I don't think they do. Just Tex-Mex Incorporate barbecue. It's hot cheese. I have been to a taco place called Mexicue that is a barbecue meat and tacos. It's very good. Sounds good. Yeah. Mexicue. Mexicue. Well, so so what did the... You were with me the night that I discovered and decided to join... The Queso Club. It was when we recorded um, yeah. the Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, we so went out for a little. We did a midday, a midday on the border trip to get a little marked up before we recorded. Marked up. Marked up. As, as we are right now. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer the Sangria Swirl. Um, I prefer the Corona Rita. Now, today you had something else. I had a watermelon margarita. And you had a, a non frozen margarita. <laughs> So I looked at the menu to try and find the most normal margarita they had. That was just like tequila, lime juice, triple sec, salt. And it was uh, named a skinny Rita, which felt really uh, humiliating to order. But at the same time, it was the only thing that wasn't full of sour mix. And you're humiliated by that because of how skinny you are. It's, I'm so skinny. Everywhere you go, people Everyone's are always like, wow, that woman, you that woman is so small, mm-hmm. is what they say when they see me. Like, they I sh- love how like multiple episodes. Rita! <laughs> Rita! Roxy! <laughs> well, that blew out the mic. <laughs> um... I like how like we've now mentioned my weight on three episodes. I haven't. Oh, I have. I called you skinny though. I guess you did. I guess what you're Which suggesting. We could say you were viciously mocking me for being. <laughs> no, I'm um, a muscular, tall woman. I'm pleasantly mocking you. I'm, mm-hmm. It's a gentle. And mocking. I'm pleasantly plump. So <laughs> I think we're gonna have to start over. No, this is good. Everybody wants this. <laughs> you think Merms? Cares about the queso? Yes, actually. I, I have a strong feeling that this is going to be Merv's favorite episode because we don't talk about religion and we don't talk about... Oh, I, I'm, we're, the, the episode is, is early. Oh, we this, might, we'll get there. I mean, we're dealing with fraud. God's coming. God's coming. Yeah. This goes all the way to the <laughs> it goes top. all the way to the top. I think the Vatican has a hand in this. They, they do. <clears throat> all right. Enough of the shenanigans. Enough mm-hmm. of the tomfoolery. Okay. What did we buy? What did we buy when we saw everything everywhere all at once? Alfred purchased a membership to the Queso Club. The Queso Club? Yes. How is the Queso Club advertised? The Queso Club is advertised as you join the Queso Club by purchasing an order of queso and paying an additional dollar. And that dollar is your admission to the club. And what does that entail? 365 days of one free queso per visit. Free queso... For 365 consecutive days after joining the club. It does not say, it does not give a date. It says 365 days. It doesn't recommend that you do it. It also says per queso, not per day. Per queso, uh, per per visit, not per queso or per day. That's right. Yeah. So, right. So I'm trying to, to figure out what day it was that we did this. April 29th. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. No, you took a week off. I think we took one yeah, week off. Yeah, that was when I was at the wedding. That's the so, date of the wedding. So we cycled back. That was back, the date of Zenon's wedding. I think three weeks from today. Okay. Three weeks from today. We, In which case, it was April 22nd. Or April 23rd. I, but not, either it's way. It's not clear to me that that's relevant to what we're talking about. It's important to me. 
Anyhow, it was m- mid to late April. Mid to late. Uh, Alfred joined the Queso Club. Joined. And when Alfred joined the Queso Club, he said, I would like to join the Queso Club. And they said, you need to do it through the app. It was a whole big thing. So you downloaded the app. You went, you registered, you showed it to them. They said, okay. They charged you the dollar. And we received a receipt saying that you were in the Queso Club. We did not keep that receipt. That was our mistake. That was our first mistake. So this story continues without me being present. That's right. Uh, approximately one week ago, I mm-hmm. returned to the scene of the crime. And I ordered a queso. And I, and I proudly proclaimed that I was a member of the queso club. And they said, no, you're not. How did they check that? I don't. I actually don't know. Okay. I gave them my phone number, and she said that uh, that phone number is not associated with the Queso Club. I said, "Well, that, that can't be." And uh, so she made me sign up again. Yeah. And so I she, did. So she like fully charged you for a queso and a dollar and the dollar again, again. All right. And I thought, well, all right. I guess the last waitress didn't know what she was doing, or they didn't they didn't uh, give it to the manager or something. Something just didn't work out the first time. But then. You got a receipt. I got a receipt. That second time. Yeah. And you know what it said at the bottom? Tell me. I want you to guess. I mean, I know what it said. And you could guess really well. It said, this is your second Queso Club visit. Yeah, you're a member of the On the Border Rewards Club, Queso Club level. Tier, I believe. Tier. Tier. Second Queso Club visit. Correct. Meaning. That's pretty damning. It was really damning. And you guys weren't like, Refund me my queso money? No, because I didn't look at it that closely until much later. Okay. Yeah. So it was later on. You know, because the atmosphere when you're at the queso club is pretty relaxed. You're not, <laughs> you're not there to quibble. You're there to eat sloppy you're, cheese. You're, you're there to soak in the I wanna queso. Get, I want to get slopped with cheese and a crispy chip. I want to touch it with my fingers. I want to get it all on my shirt and then try to get it off, but just rub it in further. I don't even try to get it off. You just leave it there? I just leave it oh my there. God. So we see it in the car, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife thinks to save it. I took a picture of it. This time we go back. There's no challenging my this eligibility. Mm-hmm. But what do we discover? We, okay. What do so they tell us? Alfred says, I'm a member of the queso club. And our waitress is like, okay, I'll bring you your queso. Our queso shows up. And at this point, we're like, what are the details of the queso club? We don't really actually know what Could I just is. ask for another bowl of queso? Yeah, it, it doesn't make it clear. Like that per visit thing is something we establish at this point. Um, so Alfred says, when we're finished with this, can we just get another? And the waitress says, no, it, it's one per visit. And I go, well, what if I was to join the queso club? And the waitress says, you can't join the queso club. It's ending. We decided to put a stop to that. We decided to put an end to this queso club, this endless flow, this faucet of cheese. And I said, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. You mean no one else Can will be eligible to have join. queso for one year? Mm-hmm. We're the last ones? And she says, yes. She says, pretty soon. And I say, how soon? <laughs> what does that mean? And she says, really soon. <laughs> I can't sign you up. And I go, okay. That's too bad. And she walks away, and I go, find the terms and conditions. Well, because that's not all she said. What else did she say? She said that even I. Yes, even you. Even I, a, a bona fide queso, queso club, club member. member. Am, I am about this is, to... This, honestly, wait, let me go back. This is why the date's relevant. Okay. My date was relevant. Well, why don't you explain? Um, 
Right. So now we're trying to find the terms and conditions. And what, what, what happens? What happens when we look at their website to find the Queso Club terms and conditions? I don't see any real reference to it. In fact, when we Google Queso Club and the result comes up on the border, Queso Club, 365 days, free queso, we click that link, it goes to a 404. It goes to a page no longer exists. Somebody got to the Queso Club. Somebody took it down. Somebody took it down. So now I'm hunting. I'm looking at the Internet Archive. Um, we're, we're looking for... I found the press release for the Queso Club, and everything we say indicates 365 days from sign-up. From sign-up. But now they're going to deny us queso. It didn't say the year... Uh, from, from Cinco de Mayo 2021 to Cinco de Mayo 2022, and it could have. Yeah. That would have been perfectly reasonable. No, it said 365 days. And that's all it said. It, it really didn't give any other detail. It's, it's quite confusing. I, we got to find the fucking terms and conditions. If anyone can find the terms and conditions for On the Borders Queso Club, Alfred and I will record, I don't know, a special greeting for you, a voicemail. I don't know. What, what do we do? How do, you, how do we reward people in this I'll call you age? at your house. Oh, it's going to call your mom. Oh, no, no interest in that. Not the mom? If you can provide me. Your phone number. <laughs> And we'll, your home address. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll come there. I'll tell, yeah, we'll show up. I'll go to goddamn Istanbul if you can help me eat cheese. <laughs> I in I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm 41 years old. Oh wow! I have been I have been dining at the uh, on the border for. 40 years. Probably 20 years. Okay. All right. That's a little, that's since you were 21. Therefore, you were not dining prior to margaritas. I have never joined the queso club. Ordered queso. (laughs) This was your first queso? Until I walked out in front of that restaurant and saw not one, but five little signs that said 365 days of queso Mm -hmm. for $1. Yeah. I said, that's funny. I'm going to do that. And it turns out that joke's on me. Joke's on us. I mean, mostly just because now we've ordered three quesos. Yeah, I mean, my heart is aching <laughs> for queso. For queso. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, I'm, tell you what, I kind of want to go every day and order a bowl of queso and a, and a sangria swirl. Yeah. And just take the queso home with me. Yeah. Ask them to pack it up. My other favorite thing was in the press release, they're like, a deal like this has never been done before. Yeah, that's right. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Free cheese. Free cheese. And that blew my mind, especially because like I, I've been a member of such deals. No one has ever promised to give you free cheese every day of your life for a year. <laughs> that's deranged. That's not something even a prince could ask for. No one. Nobody would get that. It would maybe give you cold cheese. And if you tried to get that... Munster or Brie. They might take action against you. What, to melt it with the spices? And put peppers in it? In a crock pot? No, never before. A Mexican fondue? This is unprecedented. (laughs) Anyway, it's why I paid a dollar for it. Yeah, why not? That's pretty good, honestly. Chips. So now I've paid twice for the cheese, which I'm not crazy about. I've paid twice for the club membership yeah. for a total of $2. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten one bowl of free cheese. One bowl of free cheese. So all in, 
you know, I'm, I've spent $20 for what I guess is, you know, $27 worth of cheese. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah, kind of a shame. I advise everyone in the world to try to join this queso club. I really, honestly, we should start a revolution mm-hmm. where everybody signs up for the queso club, unless they don't let them, like they didn't let me today, although I didn't push it that hard. I would hard. rather die on my feet yeah. than live on my knees. Wait a minute. You have an app on your phone, right? Nope. You don't? No, that, you made that up. I really swear. I went to the said, website. Oh, uh, you had to do it through the website. Yeah, and when I go down, when I go now to the website, it directs me not to the Queso Club, which I signed up for, but to, but to this reward, this general rewards, rewards club. Program. Yeah, that's yeah, a Starbucksification of everything. Yeah, I mean, I really think it was probably a COVID promotion, and they want to end it because chances are they've spread COVID sufficiently. They've given enough COVID to people via Queso. That's what's in the genes. The truth is, they actually started COVID. Mm-hmm. On the border. You heard it here first. This case and comes gentlemen. from the wet market of Wuhan, China, Wuhan province. <laughs> it turned out it was the Tex Mex. <laughs> you think the Tex or the Mex? What do you think? Never mind. <laughs> Are you going to ask the question I asked? No, I was not going to ask that question. Okay, good. <laughs> it was the Tex. Probably the Tex. If I had to guess, text. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a movie this week? Oh, fuck. Um, you might not have. You've been busy. I, I don't think I've seen a movie since Frailty. Did you do anything with Astoria? No, that's every, uh, the first and third Monday of every month. So we, we did Is that not coming have up one. then? Um, yes. We're going to show Prom Night 2, Curse of Mary Lou, um, I believe is what it's called. It's a fantastic horror that's movie. It's a wild movie, right? Yeah. Prom Night's fine. Um, Prom Night 2 is fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's going to be on Monday. On Friday the 13th which is tomorrow technically as from when we're recording. So this will not be relevant by the time I post time, this right. episode yeah. on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever I get around to it. Um, we are doing a Friday the 13th party at the Wolfhound in Astoria. Anything goes? It's no yeah, rules. And, and no rules. <laughs> Bad luck, no matter what. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's cheap beer, and uh, we're going to do a horror movie power hour. You were at the last power hour we did. That was a very good time. Yeah, it's 60 minutes, 60 clips from different horror movies um, done by my friends Tom and Chris. Yeah, I had a really good time with that. I did a power hour for the found footage film festival. Is it going to be similarly organized with a clip reel, mm-hmm. sort of a super cut? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What was the one that, that inter- what was the interstitial that inspired everyone to, to cheer and drink? Cubed? Was it cubed? Oh, um last the one I went to, it was somebody like getting boiled. Oh, something. it was from Sleepaway Camp. It was okay. the guy there there's a, a guy who works in the kitchen who's just an absolute piece of shit who gets killed in Sleepaway Camp by the unseen killer. Um and he's cooking a giant fucking pot of corn. It's probably like forty gallons of water and corn. And he knocks it over onto himself. <laughs> and every time we saw every it, every time people lost their minds. Yeah, it was really well done. Yeah, by the, by like the second time we saw it, it was a little funny. But the twenty-fifth time we saw it, it, it was, was hysterical, yeah, iconic. Yeah. The other thing that happened was there was the um, the opening of Cube was one of the minutes with the guy getting cut up yeah. into pieces. And when that happened, we and I believe it was it was mostly me and you started a cubed. We just shouted cubed over and over again, and, and then that repeated itself for the an hour. whole room. Just anytime someone would get killed, we'd all go cubed, cubed, cubed. <laughs> well, because it was the, it was like a wrestling show. That guy does get cubed. he gets cubed. Yeah. yeah, and the movie's called Cube. Mm-hmm. 
a little on the nose. Oh, I love perfect. Cube. I, I love Cube so much. I feel much. like we talked about Cube last time. We did. We did. Um, we talked about Japanese Cube, which I watched on the plane. You said it wasn't as good as it's American not Cube. Bad. Yeah, that's right. I recall. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. do that again. We do not have to talk about Japanese Cube anymore. Never speak of it again. I don't think I watched one movie this whole week. Yeah. All I watched was the Power Hour. Also, if anybody wants to watch my found footage horror Power Hour, I tried to put it on YouTube and got so many copyright slaps that I just took it down. But I have it on Dropbox, and I'm more than happy to share it with anyone if, if anybody wants to watch it. It's mostly like weird Japanese shit, but then there's like five American movies. And those are actually the one that really got flagged was an Israeli film. Hmm. Yeah. The Israeli film was like, this is banned in all countries all over the world. You cannot have this on the internet. And I kept just trying to cut pieces out. And eventually I'm like, this isn't worth it. So but if anyone wants to watch it. So where they just hate publicity? Um, I mean, it's copyright infringement. It's so funny to me. Like, <laughs> it's not. No, I mean, I mean this is the one time as you're YouTube, attorney. YouTube can be monetized. Yeah. And therefore, some you, people block their content from being posted copy, by others. I, mean, I, I I can't speak to Israel's copyright law. I don't know what their copyright I mean, statute this is, looks like. This is definitely but in this by country, an American distribution yeah, company. In this country, yeah. the best they could do is sue you for the losses mm-hmm. that your supercut uh, theoretically gained to you. So, yeah. Well, you know, you're not like again. This you is don't not owe them anything. This is not me or the the. This is YouTube. YouTube down, getting algorithms and shit to take down stuff that's been marked as you cannot share this. Yeah, copyright in this country is out of control. It's absurd. Theoretically. The, I, the, this again, I'm confused. <laughs> what do you mean? I just, I don't agree with you. Why? Because I, I think it's right to basically be like, I own this content. Sure. Others cannot you definitely make do. money off of this content. Why? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? I mean, that I agree with. Like, I'm never going to mark our shit as, like, you can't share it or whatever. But I do have an understanding of studios doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's also because I'm what in the programming is, space. You're saying Warner Brothers owns Batman, and so it would be crazy if Sony just decided to make a Batman movie. That's what you're saying. Yeah. That's the premise, right? Yeah. And so that Warner Brothers, in that scenario, Warner Brothers uh, damages or the move, the monies that they didn't earn. Yes. On the basis of the existence of the Sony property. Yes. Right. Right. And so that makes a certain amount of sense. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to go use my thing to make some money? Well, that's ridiculous. I own the license to it, so it's my the money that you earned is mine. Yeah. Plus the money that my stupid Batman movie didn't earn, which mm-hmm. we can, I guess, theoretically, uh, mathematically parse out. You also owe me that because people had less of an appetite for the Batman movie that we were rightfully making after seeing your Batman movie. That's mm-hmm. the idea, right? That's yeah. the theoretical premise. But to be honest with you, the... the, the uh, Abuse of copyright, like the copyright ban hammer. Yeah. It's just nuts. It's well, it's insane. I think it's more, it's not me posting my power hour unlisted to just send to people where it's going to get, you know, maybe 20 views. Right. And do you make it's any like money off of it? It's like fucking PewDiePie posting, you know, half of a movie. Or does he do that? I mean, he could. But but it did happen to you. You're, you're, is this, you're describing an event that occurred. In your life, aren't you? Yeah, but the reason for that, because um, right. this is automated. It is not, nobody well, then, is coming to me and being like, oh, you got to take this down. Ugh. This is an automated function. When you upload a video to YouTube, it does a copyright scan. And so there's databases that are created by all of the like major studios. Well, if it's not worth it, if it doesn't matter enough to challenge it, that's fine. But the fact is you probably would have a viable challenge. I don't think that you have Oh, here's copyright. the problem. If I, vi- if I challenged it, you have to go to Israel for an arbitration or whatever? No one would ever pay attention to the fact that I hit that button. 
no one, nothing would come of it. I've challenged stuff before. It's like we, video would simply be banned. We had, yeah, it would just continue to be banned. Interesting. I mean, I can't make it like no one can watch it. When I upload it, it basically says copyright infringement. This video cannot be viewed, and it's a black screen for an hour. Huh. Yeah. So we have a music video, not a music video. But that's not accurate. I'll be honest. It's simply an inaccurate statement of copyright law. I mean, that's just what the I understand. The You're saying YouTube, the YouTube has algorithm does some kind of a tool. That yeah, because Google is copyright. A, a corporation, and they don't want to make trouble with anyone. So they're like, "We'll do literally anything." Did you, you want. hear that some police? Yeah, have been blasting Disney song song recordings mm -hmm. while conducting traffic stops. So that people who record on their phone won't be able to post cannot it upload it on YouTube because mm -hmm. YouTube will zap it with the same. Yeah, well. this Again, is an abuse. I'm going to say a misunderstanding. Do of I copyright. agree? No. Do I understand it? Yes. Well, understanding something is very close to nothing, frankly. It's, well, what you a, were expressing is you didn't understand. That's it. a second to last place uh, finishing. Sure, sure, sure. I appreciate yeah. you explaining it to me, but it's. Uh, so we had drunkenly stumbled onto a topic that we're both oddly passionate about, as Alfred has studied copyright law, um, and I care a lot about film distribution, but I didn't get to bring up the most important part to me because I get nervous in debates and we wanted to keep the recording very short, but my main concern is actually these small found footage horror movies and just indie horror in general that often get uploaded in their entirety to YouTube, and they are not studio-owned and therefore not blocked by any algorithm. So filmmakers who do self-distribution or work with boutique labels will actually lose uh, legitimate rental dollars um, that would make a difference to them and to their careers and to making back the funding on their films, while studios who don't need that or care at all at the end of the day will prohibit anybody and people like me from sharing a one-minute clip that would literally hurt no one. Um, Alfred said it would be cool if I added this in post. Thanks. Understanding who's got your boot, their boot on your throat doesn't doesn't mean a lot, I guess. In my well, opinion. that's that's kind of what I'm saying. Is there's literally nothing I can do about this because it's the boot. <laughs> like, I can't put it on YouTube. The boot says no. <laughs> would I love to? Yes. But what I did instead was I put it on Dropbox, and, and I have a link. And, and I will share with anybody who wants it. That's a good Google. idea. Google. Yeah. And you can find that link probably at the Instagram or whatever. You know what? Yeah. I'll, I'll post the fucking link. And that's also owned by Google. Or that's that's Meta. Who? What? Meta? Instagram is oh, Meta? Yeah. Instagram is owned by Facebook. YouTube yeah. is Google? Correct. YouTube is Google. Yeah. Yeah. The world's... Weird. It's fucked up and horrible, and I hate living here. In the in the, in the world, or correct. In the or world, in the room I've confined no, you when you make this podcast. In the world, hate it. But the room is good. This room's fine. This is a little warm. It's warm. It's a little warm and a little echoey. It'll get cold when it's cold. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I'm sweating. When it gets real cold, that radiator is going to sing. Oh, be scream. Well, by then I think we'll have soundproofing set up. Yeah, I'll wrap myself in duct tape. <laughs> You want to hear a peep out of me? <laughs> I do love that our little on the border conspiracy episode turned into an argument about YouTube copyright rules. Yeah, well, on the border is probably going to swat us because of it. Whatever, I hope so. All the way to the top. <laughs> All the way to the top. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> uh, I am, though. I what, what else were we going to talk about? I don't know. We really don't have much. I, 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 I contemplated just doing an yeah. Alfred, Alfred Musings. My yeah. name is Alfred. And uh, I didn't have anything to muse on. Honestly, I've been watching a lot of television lately. I watched, um, I keep watching old Frasier. It makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. I, I advise you all, if you have Hulu, I think it's on Hulu. Yeah. 
Go take a look at it. It's surprisingly savvy, sharp, you know, adroitly written. You know, I, I have a nostalgic interest in it. I watched mm-hmm. it when I was a teenager, I guess. But um, very fun. We watched Atlanta. That's, oh, that's I, a good I love show. Atlanta. I'm a few episodes into the new season. I like what they're doing this season. Got to catch up. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like an anthology quality. Like every third episode is something a little spooky that's and so sad. Cool. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. And it's well made. I'm watching uh, Bad Boys, Los Angeles. I don't know what that is. It's a reality TV show on the Zeus Network. Zeus Network. I don't know what that is. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> I mean, um, some people do. Those who are in the know with reality TV know that the best reality TV being produced is being produced by the Zeus Network, including Jocelyn's Cabaret, One Mo Chance, and Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeus Network is a black-owned, black-produced uh, reality TV network that is streaming only. Okay. It's five ninety nine a month. It's the trashiest I'm, I'm shit. That's t- it's so it's so uh, it's it's like melodramatic. Exactly, it's what you want when you watch reality TV. It's all fighting, physical and verbal and emotional. Yeah, Jocelyn's Cabaret is the best show. Um, I just spelled Jocelyn. Jocelyn J O S E L I N E S. I can spell that faster than my own name. I swear, Jocelyn's Cabaret. Okay. Jocelyn Hernandez was the uh, was a, was the villain on Love and Hip Hop many seasons ago, and so she made it her kind of mission to start a burlesque show, and she wanted to get um, sex workers, strippers, and get them to leave behind you know what they were doing, and make money and get famous doing burlesque, you know where they didn't have to sell themselves, and. Uh, which is like very, very noble, honestly. But then it is an absolute fucking mess. <laughs> it is all fighting and people beating each other up and screaming and like lying and destroying things. And they don't actually have a full cabaret till season three, which is really just like <laughs> dancing on a stage. And they don't manage to do that for three seasons. Masterpiece. Hard to make a cabaret. Absolute masterpiece. I'm pretty sure I could, if I wanted to do a cabaret as a non-dancer, non-burlesque person, I bet I could put a cabaret together in the next month. She couldn't do it for three seasons. It's a shit show. It's great. I love it. Love every minute of it. It makes no sense. I've been watching Ozark. I finally got around to I feel to like I should... I would probably like Ozark considering it like overlaps with the shit I'm studying. I think that the first episode of Ozark is like a great movie. Yeah. I think the first... Two seasons. The first season's like a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. The second season and third seasons are very good. And I think we're into the fourth and final season. And they gave them a few extra episodes, but they insisted that they cut it. Cut it. Yeah. And it has that sense of like, all right, I guess we got to finish the story. So the first seven were released. And then the next seven, the last seven, are, are, have been... Everything has been released at this point, but I've just been dragging my heels to get to it. Mm-hmm. And I would say the first seven episodes of the last season of Ozark are a little... Um, Underwhelming relative to the high bar that had been set by the first three seasons. Yeah, but it com- but episode seven is is like all right. We got rid of all the loose ends, all the stuff that had been kind of like we, if given a long enough timeline, we would have resolved. It's all been resolved, mm-hmm. and this and the seventh episode of the fourth season of Ozark ends on such a thrilling high note that I'm <laughs> exhilarated. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the final shot, or I guess the yeah shot. Of the seventh episode, mm-hmm. which is like the midpoint, mid-season finale, is like 
it gives me goosebumps in a way. So I'm excited to watch the end of that. You know, and next time we talk, I'll tell you if they stuck the landing. Yeah. If it's a financial thriller, then... Uh, well, it's really a crime thriller. I but mean, it's, but it, like financial uh, crime, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the basic premise, and you learn this probably in, at minute 20, the fir- minute 10 of the first episode, is that uh, an accountant has been laundering money. Yeah. And he's suddenly in a bad situation and he has mm-hmm. to get out of it. And his chief skill set is that he's an extraordinary accountant. Yeah. See, that I'm into. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Accountant? No, but maybe we should watch it. Deeply insulting and not good movie. Oh, then I don't want to watch that. You don't want to watch that. That's uh, Ben Affleck, right? It is Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. And the, prem- the premise hit or miss. <laughs> the premise is that he's on the spectrum, so he's like very good at both accounting and shooting. And murder. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sort of just like a... I saw that in the theaters. People like that movie, and I, there was talk of a sequel. Really? Yeah. I mean, I bet it made money. Man. man. So, uh, eh, whatever. We're going to go too long. If I Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've done enough. We didn't, even, we didn't even have to do this. We gave you this. This yeah. was a gift. This is a gift because I'm too busy to watch a movie this week. Well, it's not that. You're, you are. No, I am. But when you frame it like that, it sounds like you're being... Don't I owe it to the fans? Well, I don't know. The fans, you weigh in. Does Madeline owe this to you? <laughs> Let me know. I'm at DVD Box. Yeah, I had on Twitter and Instagram. Listen, I it, never plug my own shit. If this goes well, mm-hmm. great. If it doesn't, we'll come back next week. My, I have an idea for a new podcast. Madeline San Madeline. What is that? Just me? Madeline without Madeline. Oh, so is it just you? Just me. Then why am I even in the name? Oh, because you were you were the beginning. Oh, okay. Wouldn't it be Attorney San Madeline? No. Okay. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>